Our minds are so powerful that what we focus on reverberates through every aspect of our lives. So why not see what happens when we put our attention on all the good things people are doing? Join me for the good with Teresa G as we start a ripple effect by focusing on all the greatness in the world. Potter is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and owner of Nourishment Wellness, a clinical nutrition consulting business. And she's been a co-founder of the DIY Cleanse and the Muse Wellness Retreats. Emily also offers amazing nutritional hacks if you follow her on social, um, social media. So please find her on social media, follow her. I've been following her um, for a few years and um, I love that about her. And then we have Dr. Allison Bonville, who's a naturopathic doctor and founder of Spring Integrative Health. She's a board certified endocrinologist and fellow to the American Board of Naturopathic Endocrinology. And she's a graduate of the Institute of Functional Medicine. And she has been my personal naturopathic doctor since 2012, which means that she has worked with me during some of my very hardest health battles. And I can say without a doubt that she's been the shining star of my medical team. And I've been asking her to come on the show for ever since I started the podcast. So this is a great moment. Welcome, you guys. So glad you're here. Oh, thank you. What a wonderful introduction, Teresa. I'm so happy to be here. Hi, Teresa. Thank you. So you both are very passionate about helping people with their health. What inspired you or directed you into wanting to help people with their health? Teresa, I started... um, in the world of wellness with yoga. And I remember clearly my first yoga class where the teacher said, take a deep breath. And I took a deep breath and I realized, oh, I have a heartbeat. I'm living in my body. I should really, um, it just made me like click into gear. And that led me into the world of wellness. And then of course, helping other people in wellness. So that's initially how I got in. I'm passionate because seeing women make changes big or small, and then seeing the impact that has in their lives and how they feel and the difference in how they feel when they wake up in the morning and their energy levels, it just gets me so excited and keeps me going. So I continue to curate and um, do new projects and new collaborations. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. Teresa, I would say it's been a long and winding road to get here, but I think the main thing that pushed me into wellness and preventative medicine is also what I would say is that I, you know, I've always worked in the medical field long before I was a doctor. I worked as a lab technician in an oncology practice, and it was really great because I got to work directly with patients. I would draw their blood, run their lab tests, sometimes start their IVs, things like that. And I got to work directly with doctors too. So I loved the science part of it. And I thought, wow, you know, here I am working in oncology where we have so much research money, you know, being devoted to trying to find a cure for cancer. And, you know, this was 20 years ago now, but um, I got to know a lot of my patients and I would watch them suffer. And there was one woman in particular that came in that I, you know, was a pivotal person in my life. She was a patient of ours and she was my age. 
she had ovarian cancer and she and I hit it off. You know, we became friends. She could have been one of my buddies and I would get to see her every time she'd come in for her treatment. And I just watched her decline. And then she did eventually pass, which was uh, a shock to me and, and heartbreaking. It was one of those ones that got close to home, you know, not that, you know, when all of them pass, it's, it's definitely heartbreaking from a serious disease like that, but she had, you know, we had become friends and, and I realized that in that moment, like I was so grateful for the heroic efforts of, you know, conventional medicine and, you know, things like oncology care, but I really, in my heart through that moment, figured out that I wanted to prevent people from getting there. And so that's where I kind of shifted gears and went to naturopathic school and started doing yoga. And, and that really changed my life that moment. And then I think the other reason that I'm passionate is because as a woman who's busy with mom, I'm a mom, I have kids, I have a busy practice. I own a business, you know, we really have to take care of ourselves too. And we really have to keep ourselves healthy and in that wellness space if we want to deliver our passion and our purpose to this world. And you've always been so consistent about that. I um, tell a story all the time about when I came into your office and I don't know, I had been here uh, working with you for quite some time, but it was right when I was having uh, had Epstein-Barr and you said, listen, Teresa, like this is what my practice is all about is women in their late thirties, early forties coming to me who have like not really, you haven't been, you've been so busy, like pushing ahead, pushing ahead that you haven't taken the time Mm -hmm. to listen to what you need. Yeah. Um, So I found that super powerful. So when you guys started the Ignite Life Project, I was super excited (laughs) because it sort of fits in that whole theme and it fits in where your passion, what you guys are talking about and where your passions were born. Can you tell us about your, this uh, new program you guys started? Sure. So the Ignite Life Project came out of um, desperation (laughs) for for both of us um, needing something different. And I came, I approached Allison and said, I think we need to work with our women in a different way. I think we need to be more impactful by creating a program that not only supports hormone balance and the physiological aspects but treating the woman on a holistic level. So the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, the energetic, and the word holistic, you know, that, that just resonated so deeply with us because of our own life experience, because of the tools we have, you know, interwoven into both of our practices individually to layer those on top of one another, to create this program has just been profound. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's been incredible to see what we've come up with as far as the the program materials, the week to week um, support for each client. And then it's not just teaching them what to do, it's how to, and how Mm -hmm. to make these lifestyle changes actually work in your life long-term, not temporarily, not for a week or a month or three months, but forever. And one of my favorite analogies is if you are a ship out at sea and you change your rudder one degree, you are going to end up in a completely different place. And we were seeing that in our own practice and the nutrition and whatnot, but in Ignite, what we're seeing is the, the rudders are turning 20 or 30 degrees. So the women are showing up into their own lives 
as different people, Mm -hmm. as different empowered women who have a new toolbox, a new skill set to navigate the chaos, the confusion, the overwhelm, the burnout, the stress. So that's where Ignite came from and the reasons why we, we created what we have created. Yeah. And I would second that. I'd say Emily and I were also just like caretaking each other in a way too. So we created a a wellness retreat with a couple of other friends and we were bringing out all of our gifts, you know, or our, our, all of our education, we kind of started pulling it together and we were like, wow, like it's so great to do some of these more meditative practices or breathwork practices or other types of lifestyle embodiment practices. And what if we layered that on top of the other stuff we were doing, like Emily's expertise in nutrition or me and my hormone work um, or digestive health work? Like what would happen if we could do all of those things for somebody? And so we kind of started playing with it with our own selves and we realized, wow, okay, you've got this knowledge on this over here. I've got this. And we just kept compiling all of this information and we were like, we should we should do something with this. We should make a program out of this. And I think it was a little, um, you know, in my own private practice, my medical practice, you know, I, I would see people come in and I'd help them and it would sort of be this one or two visits, maybe three, or I would see them annually for their, you know, gynecological or pelvic exam. And they would see some improvement, but women really wanted more. They really are ready. I think, we are at this time, this day, this age to take our health to the next level. And also I think we're at a stage um, that people are starting to really recognize the impact of their mental, emotional on their physical health. Like that's becoming very mainstream in literature. We're now starting to see, you know, literature about the, the bioenergetic or the, the, I call it the magnetic field around the human being. How is that impacted by stuff? that we may or may not do in our lives, lifestyle, goal setting, you know, how does all of that weave into this whole person health? And so that's really what we're passionate about is helping people feel great in every aspect. And it's interesting because a lot of those things are now being scientifically proven, you know, for a long time, it was like more of a woo-woo, but now they're, uh, you know, it's scientifically proven. So I think that opens up a lot of people's Um, minds. And with the listeners here, a lot of them have uh, done rewiring work for their brain to regain their health. Mm -hmm. So they definitely um, understand that concept. Yeah, it's true. And I've been digging into the literature and the research a bit around all this stuff. And, you know, it is becoming more and more mainstream and people are asking for it. You know, it's, I would say at least 50% of my, my just regular medical practice patients are like, Hey, so, you know, we, we need to talk about mindfulness or what about, you know, the effects of stress on the rest of my body, you know? And so people are really ready for it, I think. And it's just the next, to me, it's the next level of caretaking and medicine and things of that nature. It's so exciting. So I love, I love (laughs) when I was reading about, um, the three stages of the ignite life program, Um, I love those. I love the words you guys chose. So can you tell us a little bit about each stage? Sure. So Ignite, we chose that word because it's as if you know you have a spark inside your soul and you can't see it anymore. You don't recognize it anymore. And how do you get the sparkle back? Mm -hmm. And so we broke it down into three stages, which um, in the program is three separate months. The first stage is the physical health. So that's where 
uh, we come in with the hormone balancing, we come in with the nutrition upgrades, um, dealing with, you know, what's going to work in your body to sustain energy throughout the day. How are you sleeping? How is your libido? We're covering all of those things. And we use some really great tests to help um, the process. We do a DNA genetic test to see what genetic SNPs you have to identify essentially your ideal diet. Mm-hmm. This test gives you a grocery list and can sh- and shares with you like the most important foods you should have in your diet due to your genetics. Mm-hmm. We also do a comprehensive um, hormone panel and cortisol spit test. So you can see what's happening with those stress hormones. Mm-hmm. So that lays the groundwork for us as far as setting up the, the protocol on the physical level. Yeah. And then we move to kind of the mental emotional level after that. And we really dive deep with our patients and clients about, you know, where are they feeling stuck, um, in their lifestyle, like what around them in their immediate lifestyle and in their mental, emotional sphere is really keeping them stuck. So a lot of talking about emotional blocks, mental blocks, where is the, if we kind of dive a little bit into fitness and, and, you know, movement at that point too, and, and nutrition. So we kind of take that next layer out, which I think those aspects are really like, I refer to them as the foundation. So we've got this biochemical physical thing in phase one. And then in, in phase two, we have this more, what are your foundational health issues? Like as far as diet, lifestyle, nutrition, and then phase three, go the, ahead, Emily, the phase three, we call the quantum leap. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is where it gets exciting because we ask our participants to zoom out, to take the wide angle lens and look at their life and look at the one year, three year, five year, 10 year. Some of the most recent graduates from the program, I remember her saying at the end, she said, I, I was just, you know, taking one step at a time forward with my head down and Ignite Life helped me lift my head up and look around. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we mean by really assessing your life. Where are you going? What do you want? What's the bucket list? You know, I think we all have these ideas or dreams in our hearts of what we could be someday, but you know, now's not the time. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, through all of the pieces of the program, we work a lot, even with just the basics of schedule and time management, Mm -hmm. we, we tease time out of the day and of the week to create more space, more space for, um, working on this stuff. What do you really want to be doing with your time and with your life? And that's where the magic happens in in stage three. Yeah. That's also kind of a little bit where we weave in some of that more bioenergetic stuff and say, okay, what, what is the level of vibration, if you will? And that's such a loose term to use because there really are no great definitions for these things yet. I think that that's coming, but um, as this, these fields start to evolve, but you know, on a more like, you know, just how do you want to feel every day in your body, you Mm -hmm. know, and where are your PowerPoints? Where can you gather energy for you? Where can you sustain yourself so that these women, cause these women, you know, we work with really high functioning women a lot of the time. So they're doing a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're maybe entrepreneurs, their parents, they're, you know, just need wanting to be active in all areas of their life. And so how to really feed their soul and their whole body system uh, so they can go out and live their best life and do what they came here to do on this planet. Mm, I love that. And it seems like, you know, um, the, the better you feel, which I, I was thinking about this earlier, the better you feel, the more you want to take on 
or, mm -hmm. the, right. or for me, I don't know if that's common, uh, if you see that common across the board, but how do you balance that like feeling of like, oh, I feel great. Let's say yes to everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's some boundary work, right? Because we, we really shouldn't say yes to everything. And so I think part of this program too, is helping people figure out like, what are the things that are truly going to feed your soul? And what are the things that don't feed your soul? Emily's always had a great saying that is if it's not a hell yes it's a no and I've always loved that about her sayings um like I'm like it rings in my ears sometimes I'm like trying to make a decision um That's you great. know and so yeah and so it's like I get it the entrepreneurial type of female or just the you know the creative soul out there really does want to do it all but it's really about figuring out what is it that you need to do and that you're you know not to do everything because that's depleting. Mm -hmm. You know, we all get depleted. That's that's sort of the main thing that I would say we tackle in the Ignite Life Project is overwhelm, stress, and burnout. And so we have to go to the root with those things, right? And figure out where are you doing too much that's draining your cup and not filling it up. Fascinating. So do you have, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's a lot. That's a lot to do and, and a lot of digging yeah. work and investigation work that's going on yeah um, and, and to we have, have a little, team sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you Teresa. Oh, I was just you're gonna fine. say that we I was just gonna say that you know we have like a kind of a system um, that we go through with people that helps them uncover where are the gems in their life and where are the things that maybe could be let go so Emily was talking about the case study because I'm sure everyone wants to know. So how are women doing when you help them, um, you know, just go through all of these phases. And then um, when you're helping them sort of clear out their life, cleanse, cleanse it out and just empowering them. What is this, what was the case study that you were talking about, Emily? Yeah, this is, this is perfect. So this was our most recent Ignite Life graduate and she came to us fatigue being the first and foremost complaint. She also had some really difficult family dynamics that she was juggling. She was the classic, you know, giver, 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 never put herself first. She lacked consistency in her life. She was, um, the routine piece was hard. I mean, even just getting up and drinking water and having breakfast was not consistent in her life. She had some pretty significant hormone imbalance and I think the biggest thing, she lacked that vision for herself. She wasn't sure where she was going or what direction she wanted to go. So, and then she also reported some mood instability stuff. So in the program, in that foundational piece, we work a lot with the mindfulness, with breathing, with coming into the body, coming into the mind. And it sounds simple, but it's not, it's complex and it's hard to do consistently. But one of her biggest breakthroughs was the breathing exercises that we suggested for her became her new ritual. Mm. And that gave her the perspective and the ability to put her head up and look up it also helped on the hormonal um, balance, you know, when the cortisol is high and your body is just in the state of chaos and spinning, you're really just, you know, moving through life without intention and mindfulness. So having that daily ritual of breath really, really worked good for her. 
She also had great success by using the DNA um, test kit that we did as far as learning the specific foods for her body. So if I remember correctly, she did really well on a Mediterranean diet where there were lots, 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 lots more fats and oils than she was used to eating. When she got those into her diet, she noticed she all of a sudden felt satisfied and satiated. Um, she, she loved vanilla ice cream every single night after, you know, the kids went down and she ditched that. She didn't need that anymore. She didn't, she had other ways besides food to support what she was feeling. Mm. Uh, and it, it was just incredible to see. So through the supplement protocols that, um, Dr. Ali helped implement and a deep cleanse, she did her first ever cleanse. You know, she just came out the other side at that 20, 30 degree, um, change mm -hmm. as far as like dropped into her life as a whole new person. She was able to show up for her family in a different way. She, I, one of my favorite things she mentioned was like, I have vision now. I know where I want to be in five years. I know where I want to be in 10 years and mm -hmm. how valuable because she didn't, when we asked her that question in the initial consult, she just gave us a blank stare. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. What do you mean vision? So to see that transformation was profound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really was. That is profound. That's it's just amazing. And I, I feel like we all sort of go through periods in our life where you, we might be so busy with the day-to-day that we sort of lose sight of what our goals are in the, you know, the next year, um, five years, 10 years. And so um, for her to be able to sort of revision that is such a sign of like optimal health <laughs> yeah. to me, to me. Yeah, and vitality, you know, right? like we were able to tap into her vitality, like people feel so, you know, burnt out or low, but really if, if you can give the body and the psyche and the lifestyle, what it needs it, you know, people are amazing res resilience and we can tap into their vitality and get it flowing again. And they just, it's life-changing. It absolutely is. Absolutely. So, you know, what is sort of fun is I sent out some calls to, um, our listeners to see if they had any questions for you and told them about you, had them check out your website and we have a list of questions. So should we just go through these real yeah. quick? Awesome. Let's jump in. Okay. So number one is why is balancing hormones part of your first step? I guess I'll answer that. Um, cause I love everything hormone. It's sort of my, like I nerd out on it all the time. Um, you know, I like to think of hormones as the little, you know, they're chemicals that come out of the different glands. There's lots of different hormones. Like it's not just about your estrogen, your progesterone and your testosterone, which are your ovarian hormones in women. You know, we have lots of different signals and they're very potent. It just takes a tiny little amount of each of these hormones to make a big effect in your whole body. And the hormonal system keeps you in what's called homeostasis. So that's just balance, you know, keeps you in balance. It keeps your kidneys filtering. It keeps your, um, you know, making blood cells. It keeps your reproductive system going. It keeps your metabolism going all of the above. And if those are out, you know, I have a saying, if your hormones are out of whack, it's no joke. Women come in and they are imbalanced in their hormones for whatever reason. And 
you know, their metabolism is taking a dip. They may have no libido. They might be gaining weight. Um, their menstrual cycle or lack thereof, or too much of is out of whack. Maybe they have fertility issues. Maybe their hair is falling out. Their skin is, you know, not where they want it to be. So all of these things are signs that those little chemical signalers are not behaving in the way we would ideally like them to. Um, and so we feel that every single day we feel that and how we are moving through the world because they are controlling the balance of our functioning in our body. Now, I think one of the big things that as I've, you know, gotten my certification in endocrinology and kind of been doing this for a while now that I see is that hormones are really an extension of your nervous system, in my opinion, um, because the brain we have a, a master gland in our brain uh, called the hypothalamus that then connects to the pituitary gland. And that is where your brain and your hormones intersect. So if we have something in our nervous system that's really causing stress or fear or anxiety or depression, sensory input, you know, that is impacting our brain and our nervous system, or perhaps, you know, mental patterns that we all tend to carry, uh, repetitive thoughts or history of trauma, those types of things are impacting the growing from the brain right into that hypothalamus. And then the hypothalamus responds by sending out signals on which hormones to produce or which hormones not to produce. So it's kind of this loop where everything is really connected and you can't, when you're treating that loop, you have to kind of treat all parts of it. So that's why we treat the hormones as the end result of your mood, your metabolism, your menstrual cycle, um, your weight, but the, the instigator of all of that really is at that nervous system hormonal junction that is so important to address too. So I really don't talk about one without the other anymore because they're interwoven. Wow. So that, that's really amazing to think that our nervous systems are part of our, you know, so integrated with our hormones. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, I, I see it every day, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, next question is, does caffeine affect hormones? Yes, absolutely. Caffeine increases the cortisol in our body and cortisol is that stress hormone, that stress response. So when we're living in a world where things are crazy, we're stressed out, you turn on the news, you look around, it's hectic out there. Mm -hmm. So to layer coffee on top of that only makes it worse. Now, I know your listeners might be saying like, wait, 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 wait. Does this mean we have to give up coffee? And the answer is no, not necessarily, but you can certainly upgrade it. You can certainly make it better, less, less of an, a negative impact on your body. So some of my caffeine hacks are, if you have to have your cup of coffee, great. Have it with your breakfast. That's going to help reduce that initial spike of cortisol because you have food in your stomach. You can also, there's so many great coffee alternatives. Um, both Dr. Ali and I are really into medicinal mushrooms and like mushrooms, like chaga lion's mane. These are, they're in great coffee substitutes. We like a couple brands like four sigmatic or ohm. 
and you can get a coffee blend that has these adaptogenic um, mushrooms. So it helps mitigate that initial response in the body and that cortisol spike while getting the same delicious, robust flavor of your cup of coffee. Do you think health has a spiritual component? I mean, that's such a good question. I think everybody has probably a different definition of what spirituality means, but, you know, if we make sure we're not talking about religious, you know, and we say that spirituality is maybe a quality of life in which you feel connected to yourself, to other people, to the world at large. I definitely do think that health has a spiritual component because, you know, we're not living in a microcosm. We're living in this planet that has lots of other souls here. And what we do and say affects not only ourselves and how we feel, but also the rest of the world. And so, and I'm not trying to be altruistic, like everybody has to be these, you know, really high level, you know, on your best behavior individuals all the time. That's not what I'm saying, because life is happening to all of us. But what I think is that we move through challenges, whether that's in our health or in relationship or, um, you know, in mental, emotional challenges. And those are really, I think, learning lessons or opportunities for us to improve. Right. And so if we get a health challenge, we're going to naturally have mental, emotional repercussions of that. You know, we could use cancer as an example, since I have a background in that. And that's what I saw is that, you know, somebody gets a cancer diagnosis, you, you, you begin to look around at the rest of your life and who you are and what you've done and how are you showing up and how are your relationships? Are you, you living your purpose? Are you, do you love your job? Do you hate your job? You know, and these things really start to kind of blend over from what we can't really call mental, emotional health. We probably have to call spiritual health. And I think for people recognizing that in conjunction with their health, like there probably isn't a separation. So it's not a matter of question of if, it just feels like it's all part of the complex beings that we are. I don't know if you have something to add to that, Emily. I have nothing to add. That was beautifully said, oh, Dr. Good. Emily. <laughs> that was, that was absolutely beautiful. And it, I mean, it's really going back to that whole holistic approach of like everything is, you know, a patchwork blanket. Like we are, it's all connected. Yeah. And you can treat it from both ends, right? You can treat the health and that's going to help your spiritual health or, you know, your physical health can help your spiritual health and vice versa, I guess, because you hear about those cases. And in fact, Emily and I were just talking about those cases where you see those miracle cures because people get right with what wasn't feeling good in their lives. And it wasn't, you know, it was something other than their cancer and then their cancer goes away, you know? So that's Mm why we love in the Ignite Life Project. And I think just in our own lives and with our individual patients too, we really try to come at it from both directions. I love that. So this question of course is going to come up. We all know stress is a killer, but how do we help navigate the stress of these COVID times? Oh, the million dollar question, right? (laughs) I think so much of it is being able to be mindful, to take a moment, to take a pause in your morning, in your day, to put your feet on the ground, to take a deep breath, to find a a glimmer of gratitude, to look for those silver linings. 
you know, I love one of the, um, I love Brene Brown. And one of the things she reminds me is that overwhelm comes from the perception of stress, not the actual stressor. And that's something we do have control over is that perception. And by slowing down, by indulging and diving into some self-care in taking a few minutes to meditate, to clear the mind, that is worth its weight in gold. And I feel like the practitioners who say, if you don't have time to meditate for 20 minutes a day, you should meditate for 40 <laughs> because <laughs> it is so incredibly valuable. And, and I speak from very personal experience, but I also speak from being a teacher of yoga and meditation and seeing the magic happen by slowing down. Mm. You know, it's easy to get caught up in the frenzy, in the energy, in the chaos, and to really pull yourself back down and, and ground and find those moments and pockets of solitude and quiet and peace. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that speaks to the stress of the COVID pandemic. I would also second that on a more just biochemical level that stress is, is inflammatory producing in your body. There's certain chemical signals that get ramped up with stress and you know, so is a COVID infection, like a COVID infection is very pro-inflammatory. They both increase the cytokine IL-6, which is very inflammatory. So I think part of this whole stress slash inflammation conundrum, which I think is the two main causes of illness, chronic illness in our world today is to really kind of be gentle with yourself with those pro-inflammatory activities too, you know, make sure you're not getting too much sugar, make sure you're not drinking too much water, you know, or not drinking too much alcohol. We want you drinking water, um, <laughs> you know, making sure you're sleeping, like getting back to some of those basics, because that's really how the human body was built is to do those things. Um, and for the, the body to know when those things are happening, you know, when are you eating? When are you sleeping? When are you exercising? So it, it sounds simple. And a lot of this stuff does sound simple, but I think in our culture, we've gotten away from some of that stuff. So it's good to get back to it. And I saw your video about mocktails. Ooh. So um, they have a video, a whole thing on um, Instagram about mocktails. So you, everyone should check that out. Yeah. Um, they looked delicious. <laughs> so this is another question. What is the most important thing a woman can do now who can't afford a nutritionist or naturopathic coach service, but would make that would make a huge impact on their lives? We love this question. And we... We have a free gift. If you drop your email on our website, the free gift is our top five ways to reduce stress. And it comes with a beautiful PDF ebook as well as a 20 minute video. And because I asked this question to Dr. Ali in the early days, two or three years ago, when we started the Ignite Life Project, what can our women take away and start doing today and feel a difference today? So we went through with that question in mind. And we list out our favorite top three supplements. We show you our favorite breathing exercise. We teach you some really cool stuff in that 20 minute video. And I would start there because it is comprehensive. And if you did those things starting tomorrow, you will definitely feel a difference. And I'm just going to put a small medical disclaimer in here that of course, if you're starting any supplements, you should ask your doctor first. Of course. And, but I will be going to sign up because I didn't see that when I was looking on your website. So I'll sign up and, um, that's awesome that you guys offer yeah. that. Yeah. It's one of those things that I have told 
most women over my practice, it's like, we kind of refer to it as the basics. If the basics aren't met, if you don't have the two by fours and the nails, you can't build the house of health. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, um, in the same vein, what are a few nutritional upgrades that everyone can do to improve their lives? So my favorite few upgrades, and we talk about some of these in the video, but always starting your morning with water. I put room temperature water in a 16 ounce glass with the juice of half a lemon. And that's a nice way to alkalize the body and start with just a fresh slate, especially if you're going to follow that with coffee. I also have a favorite tea that I make before bed. I have a lot of my clients doing this. It's an ancient Ayurvedic recipe called CCFT. And it's simple. It's cumin seed, coriander seed, and fennel seed. And you simply perk those for five minutes. You can throw in some ginger or some lemon or some honey, and you can drink that throughout the day. You can drink it before bed, but that's a beautiful warming tea. It's very gentle detox and supportive to the liver. It can also help get things moving as far as digestion goes. We, we always, Dr. Allie and I always look at the digestive health in phase one of the Ignite Life Project, because that is a hugely important pillar that we haven't spent very much time talking about today, but we do cover that. And this tea is a great supportive um, thing you can do every single day as far as supporting the digestive tract. Well, that's exciting. And then I'm old fashioned. I tell people to eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think your grandmother was right. That breakfast is the most important meal of the day. That's of course, if you're not doing like an intermittent fasting or a specific diet, but having that protein and fat within the first hour of waking up can really help stabilize the adrenal glands and that stress response in the body. A lot of my clients will come to me and you know, they're pounding coffee all morning and they forget breakfast or don't have time for breakfast. And by 11 o'clock they're starving. So they're hitting Starbucks for the cookies and the caffeine and the quick pick me up. And it's hard. It's hard to get out of that cycle. That's a roller coaster. It's setting you up for a metabolic roller coaster. So just having a very strong breakfast in place. And I have all kinds of recipes um, that are free on my website that I do in my daily life. My kids love everything. So it's, it's a good place to start. Now, is that the Ignite Life website? Um, that's the Nourish Mint, nourishintwellness.com okay. has all the recipes. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Awesome. And then this one is for Emily and I'm assuming this person looked on your bio because it says, how do you differentiate between life enhancing and life detracting? I love this question. <laughs> Um, well, I go back to what Dr. Ali said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no, <laughs> but one exercise we do in the Ignite Life Project is I have my participants look at their energy management, like it's currency. So think about mm -hmm. the energy you have in the day, let's say it's $20 or 20 chips. And for everything you have to give energy to, you're giving away this money. So your job, you know, that might take eight or 10 chips that might take 19 of your 20 chips, your kids, your life, your schedule, your routine, all of these things that are taking this currency from you. And what is actually filling that bank back up? And as far as life enhancing versus life detracting, of course, we're going to have things that are going to take our energy and take those chips away from us that we have to spend it on. 
But I think on those things where you're not sure, or you're trying to make a decision, like, I don't know, should I go to this party or should I not? Should I sign up for this program? Should I not? Should I, those question marks, you can just ask yourself, well, is this going to add to my bank of currency to make me feel fuller, you know, more complete, or is this going to be distracting and taking away from that? And so I try to teach that lens of making decisions, especially new things that are coming up as we're trying to create more spaciousness and more time in your calendar and in your day. This is a really important question. That is such a great analogy. <laughs> it is. And I think in the Nightlife Project too, we teach people how to get in tune with their body cues. So your body knows if something is life enhancing or life distracting, or if it's a hell yes or a hell no, you know? And so we really have people get in touch with those physical cues as well so that they they don't have to do the humming and hoeing and to trust that, you know, to be, because a lot of people don't trust their body. So, you know, for whatever reason. And so we kind of work on that mind body, literally mind body connection to get the answers to, because everybody is their own best teacher. Everybody is their own best guru, you know? Um, and, and, and so we are really smart if we can just listen. I love that too. And it keeps coming up in the podcasts about every, you know, the answers are within, mm -hmm. And that just keeps coming up. So that's fascinating that it keeps coming mm -hmm. up lately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. So I want everyone to be able to find you guys. So can you tell everyone how they find you on social media, your websites and stuff? Yeah. So you can just go to the ignitelifeproject.com is our website. Peruse around there. That's where you'll find the free gift too. We also just have ignite underscore life underscore project um, on Instagram. Uh, my, my brick and mortar is springintegrativehealth.com. And we also have an Instagram of the same name. And, and then nourishment, I said the website earlier, and then the Instagram is nourishment, M-I-N-T, wellness on social. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so if you listen to the show, you know that every guest, I have to ask them mm -hmm. at the end, what is something you do every day that helps you be your best self? Oh gosh. Do you want me to go? You go first. Okay. I just recently started doing this in the last two months and it's been a game changer and I encourage everybody to do it if you can. So every day for 10 to 20 minutes, I go out and I put my bare feet on the ground and you know, it's got a fancy term nowadays. It's called grounding or earthing. It used to just be normal human living, which, you know, it's not anymore. But I put my bare feet on the ground no matter what temperature it is. And I sit there until if it's really cold, I sit there until I need to go inside. But on on nice days, it's quite a lovely practice. And so you just are touching the earth. And I think that in our screen based society, we don't do that often enough anymore. And it just takes away, I find it does two things. One, it will give me energy depending on what time of day it is, or other times it kind of like cleans my energy. So it kind of grounds me. And if I've had a tough day at work, I'll go do that and look at the stars. If it's dark out, if it's morning, I'll take out my morning tea and go out there and sit. And that's when it usually energizes me. So it's a great practice. It's an awesome practice. Oh, I'm going to add that. I'm going to, add it's great. Like, You'll be, I've become dependent on it. Like I can't not do it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought of mine. I do two things. The first one is right. When I wake up in the morning, I do a little morning meditation. I'm still laying in bed, but I see my day exactly how I would like it to play out. 
And then I always put in a little magic. I'll like sprinkle it with glitter <laughs> in my mind's eye and um, leave this opportunity for, you know, something really exciting and magical to happen. The other thing I do like a ritual, and this is with my family every night around the dinner table is we'll go around the table and say one thing we learned and one thing we're grateful for. And for me, gratitude has been a lifeline that has gotten me through some really, really dark days, just finding that little glimmer of something to be grateful for. And it sounds simple, but it can be really profound. You know, gratitude is, has such a high energetic vibration when you can get your body into that space. And so around the dinner table, we, we do that every single night and the kids know the, know the routine and it just shifts the energy and can be a really nice way to close off a day. Wow. Those are really some powerful nuggets. So thank you for sharing them with yeah. us. And thank you so much for coming and sitting with us and talking to us about all of this. Um, mm. I'm going to end the podcast with a quote I found on the Ignite Life Project Instagram page that really stuck with me. And it says, if you don't have time for things that matter, stop doing things that don't. Mm. Yes. <laughs> mm. If that isn't powerful, wow. And as always, Thank you so much for listening and we will be talking soon. Thank you. I'm Teresa Gabrielle and you've been listening to The Good with Teresa G. You can follow The Good with Teresa G on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another inspiring conversation. Thank you for listening.